for Good Show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I am really just jazzed to be talking today with Cameron Neal. He is the CEO and founder of Lend for Good, an Australian crowdfunding portal that focuses on debt deals for companies with a good mission. So uh, stick around. You don't want to miss this conversation. Cameron, welcome to the show. Hi, Devin. It's fantastic to be here. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're thrilled to have you. So, uh, Cameron, tell us a little bit about Lend for Good. Give us a quick overview. Lend for Good you know, builds on uh, things that probably many of your listeners have heard before around crowdfunding. I mean, our, our perspective at Lend for Good is that all of us uh, is the largest untapped impact investment fund in the world. Uh, and that, you know, for us to create the kind of world that we all want to be a part of requires us all to be involved. We see that too many things around impact investment and funding impact businesses is based around you know, sophisticated investors and high net wealth individuals. Um, what we know at Lend for Good is that there is power in us, in solidarity, in cooperation and collaboration together to be able to provide the impact capital that impact enterprise founders around the world need to grow. What we see is so many of these courageous impact founders are working so hard to transform their communities, their countries, their regions, and so many of them just need access to the right capital at the right time. And they can't get that from mainstream markets and mainstream investment processes. And that's where we as individuals and participants and organizations can come together to back these courageous founders to be successful. And that, that's what Lend for Good's about. Well, it is uh, really kind of a, a, a remarkable uh, thing that you're doing. And part of what I love is that the more I dig into this, and I've been, you know, I, I come at this as a former investment banker. You know, I, I, I don't come at this naively, uh, but, but after really digging into this for years, I'm beginning to appreciate the power of debt deals in this mm. in this marketplace. Yes. Especially yes. for ordinary investors. Yes. It's so much easier to understand uh, a 10 percent interest rate than it is to understand what it means to invest in a deal with a a safe agreement that provides a, a oh, market cap of, you know, a, a, a valuation Devin. at $10 million. What does that even mean? Right. But it works on both sides, Devin. That's what we've found um, with the work we've been doing now for um, six years, seven years is that like the, the reason why we're using debt to really fill this capital gap for impact enterprises and engaging the crowd is for what you say. It's simple. It's flexible. Uh, you don't have to be a for-profit impact enterprise to be able to access it. And, you know, if, if, you, if you're going to access equity, you've got to have shares, right? But a lot of the organizations that are de delivering impact in the world are not-for-profits or charities or cooperatives or mutuals. And those kinds of tools that you're talking about, safe notes, et cetera, are just not accessible, right? So we've, we've lent into debt as simple, flexible, easy to understand, you know, there are flavors of debt that are as complex as some of those things as well, Devin, as you know, as an ex-investment banker. But what we're really using here is pretty simple standard agreements where, you know, as a borrower, you know, impact investment, impact enterprise founder, you kind of know what your cash flows and your repayments and timelines look like at the outset. And as a lender, you know that as well. There's some certainty and some clarity coming into it that says, I'm going to back you. 
And in return for me backing you, you're going to repay me on these terms at these times. And, you know, while the upside may not be, you know, as objectively high as, you know, equity deals, et cetera, so many of those equity deals never happen. And and one of the things we've talked about here in the Australian uh, market around kind of impact investment is we've got impact investors who have got a return. Like they've put money into loans and they've already got money back in their bank account. So many other people who have done impact investment in Australia are still waiting. Like they're waiting for a liquidity event from the fund that they've put their money into, you know, or the, you know, the angel investment they've made into an impact enterprise still hasn't returned anything. So, you know, we, we've, we definitely agree with you. We think debt is a massively underutilized tool uh, in the impact market to grow businesses. And when you look at the mainstream world of small, you know, small, micro, medium-sized enterprise, debt is the primary tool that people use to grow their businesses. And for whatever reason, that just hasn't been on the radar in the impact space. And, you know, certainly when we launched six or seven years ago, that was part of our thing is like, this seems dumb. How do we change that? How do we offer impact debt into the market? And not being wealthy people, we kind of pragmatically had to say, well, we don't have the cash, but we know people that have the cash. How do we syndicate? How do we kind of mobilize a crowd behind these things? And by each contributing a little bit, we can collaboratively fund what these impact enterprises are doing on terms that are accessible for impact enterprises that don't may not have the sophistication or the structure to do equity, but equally it's, you know, a similar kind of thing for um, the lender side. And I think we all, we also see, you know, like we're big fans of crowd equity, you know, and we love what you know, we funders doing over there in the U S and, and others, and that's an appropriate, um, appropriate tool. Right. But what we have seen is that there's, there's a different kind of person that can participate in a five, you know, at a $500 or $1,000 level in debt deals because there is a defined return date, then can participate in equity where you kind of need to have the free cash flow just to put it in, and maybe one day you'll get a you know an upside. Um, it's a there, there's an overlap definitely, but I think that it does open up participation to a, a different type of person as well, which we think is really important when we're talking about democratizing impact investment and you know really harnessing the power of the crowd to transform our communities i think you're exactly right and the potential of this i get excited when i start thinking about this because in the in the public markets when we're talking about the big companies and how they raise capital you know it's astounding and i forget the exact number but the the bond market mm. is way 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 bigger than the equity markets in the public arena, yes. right? Uh, yeah. And yeah. and it's because, as you say, it's cheaper, it's more efficient, it's it's easier. To, there, I mean, there's so many advantages to debt that corporations use it mm. all the time. They do, and yes. uh, and and it applies all the way down the cap. You know, the the marketplace, except that mm. for certain enterprises at small scale, there isn't an opportunity, and so this, yeah. this is really exciting. I think there are some advantages too, and I want you to just to talk about this. You've been at this a while, but it seems to me that one of the advantages that accrues to the issuer when you issue debt to your customers, your friends and family, is it actually helps you build the business in a mm. way that getting it from a bank doesn't. It, it, are you seeing that in your work? Uh, 
I mean, definitely, that's obviously one of the really strong use cases of crowd tools around crowd equity and crowd, you know, crowd funding and crowd debt and crowd lending is that you can mobilize and build your community. Um, I think to date, what we haven't been able to fully harness that at Lend for Good, to be honest, but it's certainly something that we're, we see the potential of and, and aspiring to. More of our lending to date has been people who are new to discovering the borrower. Um, there, ha there has been some instances of the borrower's community coming on as well, um, but we haven't really had too many um, enterprises yet that really have that strong community and brand behind them. We've got a lot of conversations going with those though, and we think we think Lend for Good and you know is a really strong use case for enterprises that are really grounded in community. And you know what what conversations we had early on in our development was with a very large social enterprise here, um, and you know their thing was I wish you were available now because you know I want to raise a million dollars. I'd love to be able to raise that from my people and share wealth with them as opposed to borrowing it from a bank, a bank and then they get the wealth, you know, from, from that investment. And so we definitely see this kind of feeding into and fueling local community wealth building. You know, people can invest in things local to them that matter to them and they share in that success, right? And I think that becomes a really powerful place-based thing. I mean, when, when we're looking at the, you know, the, the world, Devin, as you probably do, you know, we're, we're very, uh, feel very aligned with um, the Michael Schumann stuff and the, you know, the kind of Main Street versus Wall Street. You know, we've, through the pandemic, we clearly saw Main, you know, Main Street being wiped out and Wall Street really succeeding. And that, you know, that success of the, of the huge and the massive where they've got balance sheets behind them and small guys not being able to get through. Tools like Lend for Good, like WeFunder, like, you know, other kinds of crowd tools are really about trying to reinvigorate and support Main Street, that the things that matter to us, we can invest in. And, and that's something that's pretty unique in the impact investment market, Devin. Like, you, you know, your viewers may have been involved in charitable giving and then with charitable giving, we can give to things that matter to us, right? We can, you know, put $50 here or $150 there, you know, to back things that we think are important to us. But when it comes to impact investment, traditionally, the only way to do that is for you to put your money into a fund that someone else invests on your behalf. And you can only do that if you are high net wealth or sophisticated investor, like for everyday people like us, we can't buy into those things. But even those that do, like impact investment is done for you. It doesn't really reflect the things that you care about. And that's the other important element we really strongly believe in for crowd tools is that it offers us the opportunity to make our own decisions about where we want to put our money and the kind of things that matter to us. And when we're given that power, we will make impact adjusted return kind of calculations in our head, you know, whereas we might be scared off by one particular thing because it's an unsecured debt deal for two years and the interest rate's only 8%. Some, some other impact enterprise that comes onto our radar like I love that work I really want to back those founders I used to live in that community I know what that's like I don't care if it's only eight percent I don't care if it's six percent and unsecured because it matters to me and you know there's really not that kind of heart-fueled connection-based kind of investment offering that's readily available until crowd tools like um, the crowd equity and crowdfunding and you know and crowd lending have come along and we think that's really important because 
we, we as humans we're not rational <laughs> beings in in general and we kind of pretend that you know finance world is all kind of rational whatever but you know there's a lot of emotional uh resonance in in, in what we're doing here and that's to some extent what we're trying to build is this community of individuals and organizations that just really want to see impact founders succeed and just recognize the courage that they have to do the things that they're doing in their communities and their countries and the businesses they're building and the impact they're having and saying you know what i'm prepared to back you you're doing great stuff let me help you know let me contribute to what you need to do because i believe in you and i believe in what you're doing and in the context of this world we're in i mean we really think it's a hopeful and courageous act to as individuals to invest in the future, invest in a better world in a very tangible way by backing these enterprises. And, you know, I think we're often looking for how we can do and we, we, we give in our community volunteer, but this is just another, another, I guess, you know, arrow that you can add to your quiver to use to help build the kind of world you want to be a part of. And we can back these courageous founders that need our help. Yeah, it, it is just wonderful and it's exciting. Well, uh, Cameron, uh, we're thrilled to have you here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, everybody. But when we come back, we'll be, we'll be talking to Cameron Neal, uh, founder and CEO of uh, Lend for Good in Australia, a great crowdfunding, crowd lending platform there. We'll be talking to him about his superpower. You don't want to miss this conversation. So stick around. Ever wonder if you can raise money with a community round on WeFunder? It may not be as tricky as you think. You can start right now. Start in under two minutes. Visit wefunder.s4g.biz or scan the QR code to begin. Give it a try. Want to learn from the world's great changemakers? Find your superpower. Subscribe to the Superpowers for Good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com. Make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world. Join the super crowd today. Superpowers number four, good.com. Join us at Supercrowd Baltimore to connect with community-focused business leaders and investors working to support diverse founders, social entrepreneurs, and community builders. Learn how to raise money from the crowd and how to invest like a pro. March 21st at the B&O Rail Museum. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Welcome back, everybody. We are so excited. Uh, we've got with us today Cameron Neal, CEO and founder of Lend for Good, an Australian crowdfunding company. And we'll, we're going to be talking to him now about his superpower. Uh, Cameron, uh, you really have accomplished some cool stuff. And it's really exciting to see what you're doing with Lend for Good such a great model uh can be copied around the world uh and, and the impact is just the potential is just unlimited uh what do you see as your superpower i've thought about this a lot Devin. um because you know uh when you look at kind of my career it can look sometimes like you know i've kind of bounced around from a few different things and you know i, I started with a psychology degree um and i spend more of my time now in like spreadsheets and financial models and, you know, talking about capital markets. Um, but what I do, and I, I, I had an epiphany about this. I was, I was involved in getting the fair trade movement going here in Australia and New Zealand. And I kind of got to this career moment of like, okay, I could potentially lean into being a fair trade person or a trade person. But the other part and the thing that I think 
is the resonance through all of my story is that I build things that matter. Like when you look at all the things that I've done, that's, that's what I do. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a builder and I'm a creator and it's like not, not in a, you know, I don't build tables or I don't build, you know, um, bookshelves, but you know, I, I build intangible kind of organizations and assets. And I've, you know, I've been in networks, I've been involved in kind of doing that a lot, you know, and I've built, I've built lots of things that uh, about immobilizing and engaging people in making the world better. Um, and so, you know, that that's the kind of thread that goes through everything that I'm doing, even, even now at Lend for Good, like I'm building this, like I'm in it, I'm building it, I'm creating it. Um, once it's built and created, I'll probably, you know, hand that over to someone else and go and build and create whatever the next thing is. Um, but that that's what I do is I guess, you know, I've got this ability to see or understand things that need to be and then can do the nitty gritty dirty getting your hands dirty stuff of actually making that work and all those things are required with that in terms of collaboration and partnerships and relationship building and you know articulating a vision and strategy and all, all those kind of things that go with building but that that's really you know how how I think about myself and how I think about my superpower is I've got this ability to build with others in collaboration, uh, in partnership, and to really drive getting something from zero to one. And, you know, once it's kind of up and it's going, you know, then um, other people can step in to kind of keep that keep that progressing. But that building thing is, you know, is really what I kind of lean into in terms of my superpower. Great, great superpower. What you 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 kind of alluded to the fact that you've done this a number of times in a number of ways. What's your favorite example? Maybe you could give us something other than lend for good as an example, since you've you've had such a, a great career. Sure. Well, I think you know. I think it was a it was a very transformative moment that I um, got hired to go in as the first employee in the Fair Trade Association of Australia New Zealand, and I got to spend the next seven years plus of my life really building that fair trade movement and the fair trade certification system here in Australia, New Zealand. Um, and I think it came at a crucial time uh, in, you know, kind of global commerce and, you know, our understanding of businesses. And, you know, like there's, you know, we, we built that business from like me half time to when I left like 10 staff, 13 staff, you know, you know, a million dollar kind of annual revenue. And, you know, we had some of the biggest brands in the country involved with fair trade and kind of participating. Uh, but beyond, beyond, you know, the specific particular things of the organization, I guess, which reflective of a lot of things that I build, um, the ripple effect of that or the, the bigger halo effect of that entity is, and it's part of a global movement, is where I see the real impact. You know, it, it changed mindsets around people's expectations of what business can and should do. It said, it's possible for you to buy on fair trade terms from your suppliers, that you can look after farmers in your value chain. So why aren't you doing it? We know it's possible. We see people doing it. Why aren't you doing it? Like this change of mindset from the consumer, from business expectations, you know, and that's flown in, uh, into Australia to you know, modern slavery legislation is saying, you, we know you can. You can actually eliminate slavery in your supply chain. You just have to want to do it and you have to, you know, but the shift of mindset and the shift of expectation in, in the market 
flowing into regulatory stuff, flowing into you know consumer expectations, and flowing into business. I think you know that was that was an immense privilege to be involved in kind of building that alongside other amazing people. And let's to be clear, like none of this stuff that I build, I can build on my own. And and I think part of my superpower is being able to collaborate and work collaboratively with others um, and not to do that with ego, right? I think it's it's about how we build this stuff together um, and being able to work constructively and collaboratively with people from all different, all different mindsets and worlds. I think in that fair trade thing, you know, we had to be able to work with people that, you know, were really strong business heads that were working in the procurement arms of, you know, major enterprise, right? And you have to talk their language and be able to pitch and engage them in stuff that mattered through to engaging the hardcore activists, you know, that were at you all the time around why are you working with this terrible company? You know, but you, know, you, you have to be able to build coalitions. You have to be able to work outside of your comfort zone. And, and I think most of the solutions that we need are there, but they, you know, they're in silos or they're in the spaces in between the kind of things that we've built. And, you know, I think a key thing that we did at Fair Trade, and I've learned a lot and applying again now with Lend for Good is how do you bring together different kinds of actors that have different kinds of mindsets and be able to pitch and appeal to people with, you know, very different worldviews and mobilize them around a, around a particular cause. And I think that's a something that I see that a lot of people in the um, social change movement can get caught out on in terms of, you know, having, having, very particular views on who can and should be allowed to be involved in social change movements. And I think, you know, that's a, that, that's a failure on our part, I think, to build bridges to people that we may not think are part of our coalition or, or involved in, involved with us. Yeah. It's um, really a great analogy, great story, great example of your superpower. Of course, all of us want to figure out how to build better. Uh, we all want to do that, especially, you know, the people in the audience, the people, it's it's really a, a change maker kind of group. And so they're mm. all trying to figure out that zero to one, mm. Uh, mm. whether it's for a small project that's part of the job or the big thing they're working. How would you coach people to approach this process of building? I think one of the first things that I would do if I was starting anything is build my posse, build my team. Like, as I said, um, I think it's almost impossible to tackle the things that you want to tackle on your own. It can be, it's it's hard. Like systems change and social change is a contact sport. You need a support network. You need other people who are in the trenches with you. And so I think the first thing is, doesn't need to be many maybe you've got two or three other people that together you can say okay this is what we're trying to do that is i think fundamental to how you start and begin is getting that coalition together of some individuals that are all going to support and back each other and help each other understand and get through this and i think you know our ideas are better when we socialize them we test them you know we debate them in, in that context so i think if you want to build something Talk about it with other people and find other people that go, hey, I I would love to do that too. Particularly try and find people who have different skill sets than you. Um, you know, that I think that's important as well. So I think build that. Um, and then I think the other thing, which, you know, again, 
if you if you think about it from a startup point of view is is the lean methodology and you know really a startup is a group of people trying to learn about what works in a highly dynamic environment and i think that's true of starting out to build anything right is you have hypotheses about what's going to happen in the world and you need to then test them quickly and learn and then see what works and what doesn't so have your big dream of what you want to build but figure out what's the first thing i can do to begin to move in that direction and do it and then action builds momentum and then you know you got your posse you got some momentum off you go Fantastic. Now, in the last seconds that are left, tell us how people can learn more about Lend for Good and connect with you. Wonderful. Well, you've got up there on the screen our URL. And to be really clear, we are Australian-based, but we're global. The, the borrowers we have are global. The lenders we have are global. So no matter where you are in the world watching this, you can jump on lendforgood.com.au, sign up with us and start participating in backing amazing, courageous impact founders. If you want to connect with me personally, I'm on LinkedIn. Just search Cameron Neal, Lend for Good, and you'll find me. Very happy to hear from people, connect with people, uh, and continue this conversation about how we can change the world together. Fantastic. Well, we wish you every success in the great work that you're doing. Keep it going. Thanks, Devin. Yeah, we're really excited to be able to contribute to making the world a better place. All right, let's do some good. <laughs>